Welcome to the Cup of Glow podcast, where each week we will connect, uplift, and promote people, places, and events in and around Tallahassee for you. I am your host, Gloria Darling, your community cheerleader, proud milestone diva, and advocate for women age 50 or better. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go grab your favorite beverage and join me on my virtual front porch as we start the show. One of the most popular online stores in the world has over 3,000 books on how to be a dad. If you add in the opinions of every other person in your family, at your job, or on the internet, it's no wonder why being a new dad can be an almost traumatic experience. Akeem Bennett is changing the narrative. Akeem's podcast, New Black Dad, shows his new journey as a millennial dad with a toddler. With multiple dads sharing their experiences as guests, everyone will get a chance to see firsthand how to deal with everyday situations. Hey there, fabulous ladies. Talapalooza Talent Competition is coming. Step into the spotlight where women in Tallahassee can redefine what it means to be a star and compete for amazing prizes. Join us on March 16th, 2024 at the American Legion Hall, 229 Lake Ella Drive. The show starts at 1 o'clock. See you there. Welcome, our king. Thank you for having me, Gloria. It's so much fun to watch kids grow from day one, isn't it? It's something. Yes, whether you're <laughs> ready or not. The title, New Black Dads, give us a clue. But please tell us what inspired you to focus on the theme of black fathers. Growing up, we hear the narrative often. Your black father might not be there. Or I was raised by my mother. I was raised by my grandfather. I was raised by my grandmother, auntie, uncles, cousins, whomever. But that's not necessarily the case for my generation. We may have had substitute fathers. I grew up with a stepfather who was there my entire life. Sometimes wish he wasn't there. But he was there my entire life. At the same time, Many of us have become fathers, and we are present. Our interaction with our kids is going to be different than our parents' interaction with us. I wanted to create a safe place where we could explore what that looks like, not only for me as an individual, as a millennial, new generation, trying the gentle parenting, being a black man on top of that, but also all dads. How do we parent as dads? How do we figure it out on a day-to-day basis? Well, that's a lot because those little cute bundles of joy don't come with manuals. And each day is not really a rehearsal. Mm. 
You're just going through it. Yes, it is. Yes, indeed. Now, New Black Dads is a podcast. Correct. What is your experience in podcasting? So I do have some prior experience with podcasting. This will actually be my second venture into podcasting. Before, I did a podcast with a co-host who was a friend of mine. And what we would do is we would take controversial topics and talk about them. Things that people don't always agree on, have our take on it, do a little bit of a debate, and then from there, come to a conclusion at the end. We might agree, most of the time we don't. But what it did allow for me to do is learn everyone has a voice, everyone has a different take on things, and our goal is to allow everyone's voice to be heard. Now when I say everyone, really want my voice to be heard because this is my podcast. But at the same time, it inspires other people to say, that's a different way to look at it. Maybe I can listen to the next person that disagrees with me. And that's what I want to do with this podcast. There's 5 billion different ways that you should, quote unquote, parent. Some of them are good. Some of them aren't. And whether or not they're good or bad is truly dependent upon who you are as a person. And I want to explore that through my own journey and just post it out there to allow others to look at it and maybe they can draw their own conclusions from that. Absolutely. Well, this is not only New Black Dads podcast, it is actually a new podcast that's launching in May. Correct. May 5th to be exact. Cinco de Mayo, mark those calendars. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. Now tell us, you I'm sure you have a plan for your episodes and the different topics you're going to talk about. How did you go about or how do you go about choosing the themes that, or topics that you're going to present? The way that I go about trying to decide what to talk about who to talk to, things of that nature. It's very simple. I use everyday things that happen to me and just talk about it. I'm going to have some guests on that can share their experience, or maybe there's someone that you guys might know that exemplifies what it means to be a dad. And when I say dad, not a father. A father is the person who biologically, genetically gave you 50% of your DNA. But a dad, a dad is that person that provides security, love, happiness, guidance, wisdom, any of those types of things to you. For a lot of us, your dad might have been your grandfather. Who knows? Your dad could be someone that is a leader in a religious organization for you. It could be your football coach. It can be anyone. So I want to take time to figure out and talk to different folks and say, okay, how did you go about being a dad? What's your suggestion in this? And have different types of dads on there. For example, there's one person that I am talked to about interviewing who is non-binary, but they have a child. That can get tricky. How do you navigate that? And, of course, 
keeping it simple, throwing in some fun stories that I've experienced after being a dad for a whole two years. Mm-hmm. I have so many stories, many of which you've actually heard, Gloria. <laughs> yes. And for anyone that has a toddler, you know they're absolutely their own individual and just crazy. I think mine had to have been maybe a reincarnated 80-year-old Asian man is what I'm going for right now. He walks around very judgmental of people. He's very stubborn, wants things done his way. It's going to be a fun time raising him and as he raises me because yeah. I'm raising him to be a, a man and he's raising me to be a parent. I could see his little personality already and, yeah, you're in for it. I, I am. I am. Yeah, Anyone that's willing to take him, I will provide money for food and clothes. That's all I'm, I will provide that. Just we'll talk. We'll talk. Do not believe it. <laughs> you will not get out of the driveway, okay? Now, what specific aspects of fatherhood do you find most compelling or what's most important to you? Is it like disciplining kids? How do you raise them so you don't have to discipline them? It's what's an important thing? Because when I was growing up, it was, well, your dad was the head of the household and Mm -hmm. your dad took care of bills and your dad, you know, there were definite distinctions of what a father would do and what a mother would do. And I was blessed to be raised by both birth Mm -hmm. parents. I call it a blessing. Not everyone does. And that's still great. People have parents Mm -hmm. regardless. It is. But what's most important to you in your two years of experience? (laughs) So I'll put it this way. The things that I focus most on when dealing with my son, there's two. The first one is having patience. When you think about this child that has never been in the world before, he only has two years of life experience versus my 30-some-odd years. They see things and understand things a lot differently. When he has a plate of food in front of him, he takes the food off, he rubs it on the table, knocks it onto the ground, and I'm looking at him like, why would you do that to the perfectly good food? He doesn't know why that's wrong. I honestly can't even explain to him why it's wrong. I just tell him, son, you should eat your food. And then he picks it up off the floor and starts eating it. And he's as happy as can be. Patience. He'll learn why he can't just put it on the floor, rub it on the table, but allow him that space to learn versus just telling him, don't do this, don't do that, and getting frustrated. You ever get frustrated with a toddler, you'll lose every time. Why? Because their memory goes just like that. And all of a sudden, he doesn't know anything, doesn't care about it, he's moved on. The second thing is just allowing him space to be him. Allow him space to be him. I like A, B, and C. He might not like A, B, and C, but we won't know what he likes unless I allow him to go out there and actually try something, to try and like it. I did not grow up watching TV shows for toddlers and kids. No Mickey Mouse here. I barely watched Arthur. Like, my father, we watched ESPN and the news all the time. Now, I watch Mickey Mouse every day. I watch Bluey. Shout out to the Bluey Bluey dads out there, all my bandits. I watch Bluey every day. Coco Melon. I swore my kids never watching Coco Melon. I have songs downloaded on my phone 
because it brings us peace and it's educational. So those are the two things I always try to incorporate and think about whenever I'm dealing with a child, not just my own, but any child. Mm -hmm. Have patience because they just don't know any better and allow them to be individuals. I'm not here to make a second Akeem. I'm here to let him be him. That sounds really idealistic very. and very Hopeful. nice. Hopeful and you do have is. a lot of patience. Thank you. And that is very good. because I'll need you to tell my parents that and my <laughs> wife and get that all in writing because they're not going to believe that anyone thinks I have patience. <laughs> you, you'll have it on audio that yes. you can pass along. Now, how do you plan to select your guests? Um, reach out to them or have them apply to be on your show? What's your way of acquiring guests for the show? Are you going to do all guests or some guests, some solo? What's your plan? So the plan for this podcast is for it to be something that's small, digestible, for people to take a quick 15, 20 minutes out of their day, listen, grab this content, find those little nuggets of truth in there that really work for them, and then move on. Something simple that they can apply. Keep in mind, we're dads. You do not have a lot of time, mm -hmm. just how it is. But uh, we did create a Google form that will be in the show notes for people to select individuals that they would like to praise or if they would like to be a guest on the podcast to come on and speak whatever their truth is. And, of course, there'll be a vetting process and all of that. But then I also find individuals that I look to and say, that is a wonderful example of a dad. For example, one person that comes to mind is one of my best friends, her dad. We are totally different folks. He is probably, I'd probably say, in his 60s or 70s, maybe a little bit older, and just has a totally different background than me. But I see how he interacts with his kids. I see how he interacts with his grandkids. That's a person that I want to talk to. Because like you said, different generations do things differently. And no one way is right. So I think that there's something that can be learned from even your parents and their generation. Even from Absolutely. you as a parent. And from someone that had their child maybe in, as a teenager. Versus someone that had their kid in maybe their 40s. So these are all the different types of people. As I run across them, I want to talk to them. I want to know what it is that you do to be successful as a parent and maybe something that you did that was unsuccessful. Because, again, it's a journey. I'm learning how to be a parent, and everyone can be my teacher. Absolutely. I like that. Okay. What feedback have you received? as you discussed your new Black Dad podcast with other people? I've gotten a lot of good feedback. And that can be scary sometimes. Because I'm used to hearing, well, that doesn't sound like it's going to work, or why would you do that? What's the point in that? You're used to hearing a little bit of negativity. But when I've received so much good feedback, so much positive feedback, it made me feel like this is something that can not only be successful, but that people would enjoy. And it all goes back to why am I doing this? I'm not doing this podcast 
new black dad for me to go out and convince the masses you must do things my way. I don't need anyone else's validation. I don't need any of that. I simply want to put out my story as a black dad, as a new black dad, and then hope that it inspires the next person coming along that is looking online to try to figure out, has anyone done this before? Does anyone know what they're supposed to do? And now you have one more little weapon to add to your arsenal and tackling the unknown. And there will be lots of unknown, lots of unknown. I've had every bodily fluid that has been on me at some point in time. There, there is nothing worse than your child being sick and they are currently projectile vomiting on you while you're holding them. And you have to keep calm and not throw them down because that's your child. When your instinct says, chuck him across the room, you have to tell yourself, I cannot do this. How do I conquer this situation? And hopefully, New Black Dad Podcast would be able to provide some type of insight on how to tackle those types of things going forward. Absolutely. Again, I have so many visuals when you were talking about the projectile vomiting. Oh, you'll you'll get a lot more. (laughs) That's one thing I will say. In this podcast, I want to keep it 100% real with people because that's just what it is. There's nothing to be embarrassed about, in which I will take this PSA to say, write your local congressman, we need more changing tables in the men's bathrooms. They have special diaper bags for men that include a changing table in the diaper bag because we don't have them in the bathroom. It is a very difficult thing to do. I am trying to be a good father here. So y'all guys write your local congressman about that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. And we'll see how fast they respond. (laughs) I think your son will be the new black dad. Absolutely. (laughs) Now, where do you see new black dad podcasts going in the future? I know what you want to do, but where do you see it? What's your plan? My plan is to consistently provide this podcast along with information out there for as long as I'm going to be a new black dad. And how long will I be a new black dad? Well, my son is two now. The law says I have to take care of him until he's 18. (laughs) The law? That's the law. Because at 18, he becomes an adult. And after that, then me and him negotiate on what we're going to do. So for the next 16 years, each day will be something new in uncharted territory. You have me for at least 16 years on this podcast. <laughs> and then after that, maybe we expand even further. Because just because he becomes an adult doesn't mean that I stop being a dad. It just means that my priorities shift a little bit. It might shift from me making sure he has a meal to eat every night to making sure he's making it to work because I'm paying for his car payment now that he's in college. Those different types of things. But that's really my goal. I don't necessarily want to become a talk show host and have my own thing on some premier network. But if I do, I'm going to bring you along with me, Gloria. Thank you. Right there. Right there asking those hard questions. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm going to need somebody to help keep me sane, especially after 16 
more years of being a dad. Yeah, wait for the driver's license and the I'm stressed already. date. That, oh, no, 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 no. In any case, Akeem, this has been a lot of fun. You gave me a lot of visuals that I haven't been able to pass along to the audience, but <laughs> some of it was from memory, and some of it I just don't want to expose my own kids to their memory, so I won't call them out and share it. I'm sure New Black Dads is going to provide comfort for the new fathers that listen. If nothing else, bring back a lot of joy and amusement for the dads that already passed mm -hmm. the two-year-old stage. Woo! Uh <laughs> I tell my dad sometimes about the things going on, and he just chuckles. Yeah, I remember those days. Mm -hmm. Like You didn't warn me about this when you told me that you wanted a grandson. You should have told me this. Nope, nope. There, there's no manual for that either. There's <laughs> new black grandfather. And that's a much easier road, though, as a grandmother. Absolutely. You just send money, send toys, especially if they make noise. Oh, yeah. And you live in states away. Woo, mm -hmm. that's a lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you so much, Akeem. I really appreciate your time. I am looking forward to New Black Dads launching May 5th. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, yes. Wherever we can get podcasts, let's look for New Black Dads. Subscribe and share. Thank you. Thank you, Gloria. From singing to spoken word to dancing, join us for the ultimate talent competition where talent knows no boundaries. Talapalooza Talent Competition is coming. Let's come together to cheer, applaud, and support our talented women on March 16, 2024 at the American Legion Hall, 229 Lake Ella Drive. The show starts at 1 o'clock p.m. See you there. It was so much fun reintroducing the Cup of Glow podcast. We believe that everyone has an opinion and we want to hear from you. Please email your comments to gloria at cupofglow.com. If you have already subscribed to the podcast, thank you. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. If you would like to be a sponsor of the Cup of Glow podcast, Please send your request for information via email to gloria at cupofglow.com. Until next week, this has been the Cup of Glow podcast with Gloria Darling. Connecting, uplifting, and promoting 